Welcome to the 3P, the Popper's Pit Podcast. Uh, with me tonight is, as always so far this year, Ben, uh, Jay has been with us every episode so far. Yeah, he's, so, he's uh, been on board. I'm pretty, I'm very impressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. So, uh, the fair's in town, fellas. So, this made this an extra hard night for me to kind of be prepared and ready for all this. But, uh, you know... I think we'll go about the same way we went last time. I, I don't usually have a whole lot to say. Um, I usually let you guys and your professional opinion because, uh, you know, I just feel like y'all pay more attention than, than I do, to be honest. Um, which which was a, a very, uh, very exciting topic this week. Uh, Kamish, you got anything to say about what was going on on the board? I noticed Ben wasn't involved. Uh, it kind of died down until this conversation popped up. What do you mean? Which conversation? Uh, the one about limiting positions. Yeah, that's a straight trash idea. Ain't going to happen. First off, they're overstating. They're saying I, I'm hoarding quarterbacks, which I'm not doing. I only have four on my team. I had five going into this week. One of them was Taysom Hill, who, who I think it shouldn't count. But I'm back to four now. The other idea is that that I like purposely Sam's like I purposely do that to like still like have that value, which in reality that kind of is what I do. Like I'm not gonna deny it, but it wasn't like I was trying to keep them from someone else. It was Kyle Allen was available, heard he was starting, so I picked him up and he played well. But he's still the backup to Cam Newton. It's not like all of a sudden he's the greatest thing that's ever happened. Um so I'm a little confused by what Sam is upset about, but he'll get over it. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be honest. I don't have any problem. If you wanted to keep 12 QBs, I would not have an issue with it. Uh, I tried to do the same thing with tight ends one time, one year, way early in the league, because they seem few and far between. But uh, I yes, Sam's got, three, Sam's got three quarterbacks. I got four. And he had four before he traded one to Ben. So, I don't know what he's talking about. Which he got one of the best receivers in Amari Cooper, maybe number one in the league right now. I for points. Thank you, sport. So it's not like he, uh, yeah, it's not like he didn't benefit from that trade. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just frustrating when you don't have a guy there to start. It's probably it's the only position you need one guy for. Uh, and so, well, but, so, but having said like, that, I mean, listen, nobody's getting on the waiver wires and picking up people that could possibly be good players. So until you get active and pick up players, I really don't think you have a whole lot of voice to, uh, exert your opinion yeah and that, that well that, that was kind of the conversation these guys were saying you know we just don't have the time to put into it like y'all do and which is right but at the same time it's not it's a not argument. right that's not right it's not a they good have, argument it takes they five have, minutes to learn how to do this stuff they don't have any less or more time than ben or i have i'm just not going to believe it we both work i work two jobs so i'm not like i'm not buying that and i got a newborn kid all right. Well, there you go, fellas. So uh, we can debate a little bit more on that. Uh, let's go ahead and move into uh, the matchups uh, last week. So we had um, the Nightman was predicted to win over myself. And listen, let me just say, guys, I really, now that Saquon's out, I really didn't need the beginning of my schedule to be so brutal. It could have waited until this week when I didn't have him. That would have been nice. But uh, anyways, uh, I picked myself here. And uh, actually, so that puts me one less as well uh, on the picks. I had three picks this week. Jay had three. Ben had four. Flipper had four. Uh, so let me scooch me back back down to nine total. But uh, this game, Ben, you want to start us off here? What do you think of this one? Any surprises? And uh, man, where do I go from here? No, I mean you losing Saquon Barkley. It it really hurt. Um, at this point. At this point, to me, I would be pretty upset about the Gurley trade that you just made. Um, and here's the one reason. You really have no hope at this point to win the league unless you just have some people that absolutely go off. Uh, Baker Mayfield hadn't done anything a whole lot this year from what he had last year. Uh, but no surprise on this win. I mean, Alvin Kamara did Alvin Kamara things. Uh, Dalvin Cook is probably – I think he is the leading rusher this year in the NFL. Um, so, I mean, those two players alone, they they had, what, 30 points less than your entire team. So, 
not a not a big defeat, but it was a huge loss uh, for you with Saquon Barkley being out uh, six to eight weeks. Yeah, Jay, anything on this one? Yeah, I was excited. Um, I mean, you know, I like winning, obviously. But, uh, yeah, it was a good week. I mean, you're in trouble, obviously. You, we win. I feel like you've done this before where you kind of go all in, you try to make a move, and then as soon as, like, I mean, the week you did it, it kind of blew up in your face with Barkley going out. Um, not saying you couldn't hold on and make the playoffs. Just I think it definitely, definitely hurt uh, quite a bit. So, um I'm not as worried about Baker Mayfield. I think he's fine. I think we're, you know, three weeks into the season. I think they've got some work to do on their offense. But I, I think you're in a good spot. DJ Chark's been a huge a huge addition to your team. So, Yeah, he's been producing really well. Uh, just looking on your side of the roster, it's going to be hard to beat you with, with Cook and Kamara alone. Uh, I imagine those two guys are going to be putting up as many points as, as teams that play three running backs, if not – three running backs and an extra running back. Uh, but, um, yeah, big week for you, 130.9, another win for you. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I was talking to Ben about it. I just feel like I have had the worst luck with running backs in this league since it started. I've just had injury after injury uh, in, in just an untimely fashion. So, um, I'll be honest, and maybe y'all can correct me here, but my thought in getting girly was I would get three good years out of him. And so I wasn't necessarily looking to make the playoffs this year, but I was hoping that with Mayfield, Gurley, Barkley, and I have some young receivers producing, I was really just hoping I could set something up for uh, two or three years down the road was, was what was in my mind when I made that trade. So we'll see. I mean, maybe that's not the way to be. Maybe you don't play for the future. Maybe you play for now, but – uh I just don't feel like I have much now, Ben, I guess, is what I'm saying. From what I've been told, we just need to let you fantasy how you want to fantasy. <laughs> um, I think one thing, Nate, I think you're right in the sense of um, if you listen to a lot of guys online, they'll talk about playing dynasty in like a two- to three-year window. So, basically, you're trying to build teams that can win for two to three years, and then you kind of start over and build up towards another two- to three-year window. So, I think you're right. I mean, with Baker, Saquon – DJ Moore, DJ Chark coming along and um, kind of going after Gurley to kind of secure that. I would just say I I wouldn't bet I would not have bet on Gurley being good for two to three years. Um, but I get why you do, um, and I get why it's there. I I would be worried about him maybe even um, getting cut uh, this offseason or next. But hey, if he turns it around, they they just seem to not be using him like they were last year. Um, I think they're just trying to keep him healthy. Um, which may be an issue all in itself. Yeah. I'm just reading some articles, and, and that may be an issue I'm going to have now. Uh, I guess I'm just hoping he turns that, turns that stone. And if he does, I'm going to be – I think I'll be in pretty good shape if he ever makes it. Yeah. All right. Um, moving on, our next one, we had my Balzac Ertz versus the Vols. And, listen, guys, I thought the Tennessee Vols were having a rough season. But now you look at Big Ron's team. And, uh, unfortunately, here he is sitting at 0-3. Uh, Jay, we'll let you start this one off. Uh, the Vols just can't seem to win this year, whether it's in dynasty football or college football. Anything on this one? No, I mean, the Vols pick is just blown up in my face. I think I picked him to make the playoffs. Of course, he did trade Todd Gurley, which, you know, is one of those things. But I think it's interesting. I mean, his team's good. He's got Odell Beckham, Tyler Boyd, Marquise Brown has been good. He had a bad week this week. Um, Nelson Aguilar, huge week. Um, Adam Humphreys played well. So, I think he's still got a good team. I think he's just hit some bad luck. But, uh, yeah, Kerryon Johnson's not been good, which a lot of people were predicting that he would. And James White's not – of course, he was out. Um, but he's got Daniel Jones. That pick is looking real nice right now. Um, so, I think he's got some potential. He's short some running backs, which he's been trying to get. So I thought it was interesting that he moved away from Gurley. It, it kind of signaled to me that he was trying to rebuild. Um, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, I, I mean, he's got good draft picks to rebuild. I mean, if he can if he can stay alive just a little longer, uh, keep these guys healthy just a little longer, I think he's got a good future. Uh, being Daniel Jones, what do you think about him? Yeah, I, I like Daniel Jones a lot. I have him in another dynasty league, and um... – yeah, he just looked good. Um, he, he looked young, and he looked like he didn't care. 
Uh, he looked like he was ready to come out and play. He was total opposite of what Eli Manning is, and I think that's what the Giants needed. I figured when Saquon Barkley went down, it was going to be a real ugly game, but he actually he actually stepped up to the podium and said, hey, I got this guy's. Uh, put the team on his back and brought him from a huge comeback to win the game. Um, you know, I thought old man was trying to tank there for a little bit, but he's playing the best available players. I mean, he's putting in a solid lineup. I think James White, he didn't notice that he was going to be out this week. But um, from what I'm reading, Melvin Gordon's coming back this week. So he may play Sunday or even next week. So he'll have one running back that's coming back, which will also hurt Audric in the, uh, in the upcoming weeks too. But, it was a big win for Campbell again. Uh, I wouldn't get too excited about Campbell's team. If you go back and look at the league, um, I think he he has played the average against him as 75.23 points. That is the lowest, not even close to being. It's 20 points lower than the second other lowest average played against him. Um, and his average four uh, is only 109 also, which is – towards the bottom of the pack too so um campbell's had some pretty easy wins it's still nice starting off three and oh it's a huge boost towards the playoffs um but i think he's gonna have a rough row ahead uh later on whenever teams start catching up yeah that's the point though right he's three and oh not oh and three uh like a few of us still are uh and also i just noticed that big ron has uh you know he's hating on jay hating on uh He's hating on uh, whoever else has quarterbacks. Big Ron's got seven quarterbacks. So, hey, you guys that like him, <laughs> there's, there's where you need to make an offer. See if you can't pull one of those guys. He's got at least four that's starting right now. Um, so, anyway, uh, moving on, next one, looking at uh, the Yeti Hunters and show me your TDs. The Yeti Hunters, once again, victorious at now 3-0. and <laughs> A little bit lower point total for the Yeti Hunters this week, but enough to get the job done. Ben, what do you think of this one? Yeah, hey, another big win for Kit. Once again, Kit's guys are uh, hanging in there. T.Y. Hilton, uh, he's questionable play this coming up week. We'll talk about it here in a little bit. But uh, his quarterback situation is kind of shatty right now. Uh, Garoppolo, I, in my opinion, I don't think Garoppolo will start towards the end of the season. Uh, he's just – to me, he's not back to where he needs to get. Maybe it's just shaking the rust off. I really don't know. Maybe Jake can hit a little bit more on that. But big win for him. I mean, his optimum score was 151, so he had a little wiggle room there. Uh, but I think that was pretty much Greg Olson that took up for that. Um, but other than that, I mean, still a big win for uh, for Kit moving on towards the playoffs. Yeah, Jay, what did you think of this one? Yeah, good win for Kit. Tough loss. Tough loss for Audric. Um, I feel like he had a with Austin Eckler had a chance to really kind of get ahead. Um, Terry McLaurin's played well as well to kind of get a jump start on the season, but he's one and two, and now he's fixing to lose Eckler, who's being who's currently the fourth running back uh, in the league. So um, I think uh, Gordon's coming back tomorrow to practice, but he's not playing this week. So next week, um, so he'll get one more week out of Eckler, and then hopefully. You know, if David Montgomery or Devin Singletary can step up for him and give him some play there. Um, but, yeah, he it's kind of wild. I mean, as, as well as some of his guys have played, he's just not got the production. O.J. Howard is, is a killer right now. Um, he doesn't really have a tight end. So, that might be something if he wants to kind of make a run at it this year, it's going to be something he's going to have to do for sure. So. Yeah, I heard O.J. Howard's going to be out with a concussion um, at least three more times this year. They've already already – Give us the news on that. Uh, Kit, you know, he just – I don't know how he does it. Mark Ingram, 35.5 points, and that really – that is the obvious difference maker in this game. But uh, pretty wild there. All right, moving on, uh, looking at the Mega Flancos versus losing to Jay since 83. This one stayed pretty close the whole way through, and then toward the back end, Ben took the lead or uh, losing to Jay since 83, took the lead and did not relinquish it there at the very back end. But, Jay, you want to talk about this one for just a second? Yeah, no, big win for uh, Ben for sure. Tough loss for Matt. Now he's won it too. Um, but, uh, yeah, Ben's team's good. I mean, he got um, – he didn't get much from his uh... – how did you end up with 123 points? 
Oh, 44, 44 from Mike, Mike Evans. Evans. I see that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, none of my guys. Yeah, basically he got a big game out of Mike Evans, and he got a pretty solid game out of Evan Ingram for a tight end. So he that's where all his points came from. So he didn't get any t- – Ben didn't get any touchdowns. So huge, huge game for Mike Evans to save Ben's game. But, uh, yeah, Matt's, Matt's team's good. I mean, I think he's a, a short of running back. He was hoping Miles Sanders – would be the guy he is not um, there. Royce Freeman has looked better this year, which if he came along, that would be huge. But Stefan Diggs has not played well. Um, and so he's just kind of some guys he was counting on haven't played well. But Sterling Shepard's still there. Uh, Marvin Jones has played well. And Tariq Hill will be back before too long. So I think he's got some guys he can plug in there. Just kind of – Matt has a lot of receivers that are in that kind of wide receiver two category. And it's hard to – like, you don't know who to play. Each week you're kind of guessing it. Hey, who's the best guy? And I think that's kind of the situation he's in right now. But um, hopefully he can just, you know, research it each week, play the right guy, and get big points. Um, Andrew's had a bad week for him as well, which he's been awesome this year. So you can't – you know, you can't score a touchdown every week, but still a tough loss um, for him when he had a good chance to win. So Yeah, I mean, Flea Flicker had him picked close this week. This was a close matchup. We had several close matchups this week. Uh, you know, 10 points is really in fantasy or dynasty. Kind of close, you know, 10-point game. Oh, yeah, super um, close. But looking at uh, – just just to mention, Miles Sanders had a big day in yardage. I mean, is he showing off his athleticism on two receptions for 126 yards? I mean, is, is that something to, to look positive to, Jay? Yeah, I mean, I think it's good. One of the issues with Sanders, I was uh... – they were. I didn't see the game, but they were saying there was one uh, one pass he was underthrown, which would have been a huge get. But then also, um, he's fumbled the ball a little bit, I believe. So I, I like Sanders a lot. I've tried to I've tried to trade Matt for him. So hopefully, you know, if he gets in the end zone, Sanders does on that day. He gets, uh, you know, he's at twenty points basically. So um, yeah, I think Sanders is good. I think he's going to be inconsistent. Which when you're trying to win championships, you want guys that you can run out there and you're counting on. Um, you hope 12 points is their floor, and I don't think right now with Miles Sanders he can do that. So, Yeah, Bill, what would you think of this one? Yeah, listen, Miles is averaging 3.1 yards a carry. Uh, you know, he's got six receptions on the year with two fumbles and one fumble lost with no touchdowns. Um, I like Miles Sanders too. Me and Jay talked about him through the offseason. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, he had several players that didn't produce. He really had two players that didn't produce, and all the other ones were kind of middle of the road except for uh, Tyler Lockett, which really he, – he scared me towards the end, end of the game, to be honest with you, that he got on the goal line. I was, my little hiney hole was puckered up. So, um, Evan Ingram went off. I mean, he's tied in one this year. Um, Mike Evans, I almost had him on the bench just because he's ticked me off last few weeks. I, I actually offered a few trades up, and Nate turned him down, and I think Kit did too. Uh, appreciate y'all doing that. Sometimes I should get frustrated and move players when I shouldn't move them. Uh, but at the end of the day, it was a big win. Uh, I didn't think Le'Veon Bell, Chris Carson's had some fumbled problems. Good thing I have his handcuffed. I wouldn't be surprised if they started looking at Rashard Penny to, to carry a little bit more. And uh, I think they're going to start getting Josh Jacobs more in the passing game. They're going to have to. They don't have that much on offense. Uh, so, he only had 10 carries, which is very pedestrian. So, I would look for him to get more involved in that offense moving forward throughout the year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, and now moving on to the last one here, we had, hey, you guys like him and losing to Jay since 85. We talked about how this could be one of the lowest scoring games of the season. And uh, losers of the absolutely turned out to not be a or to be a disappointment in that way. Uh, Sam just outscoring everybody by a ton of points. Chris having the second highest points in the league this week and getting an L. Um, Ben, I'll let you start on this one. What were the surprises here? Because it looks like there were plenty. Well, the main thing to look at is look at the optimum scores on this. Chris had 140 optimum, and his lineup was 137. Sam had 173 for his total and 176 optimum. The only thing that tells me is, is hey, they have to play who they got in their lineups right now. Um, if they don't have anything else on their bench, Vance McDonald's out. He was in a sling with some type of shoulder injury. Um, you know, 
Wilson, the running back for San Francisco, he's about to take a back seat to Tevin Coleman. He's probably even going to go back to the practice squad uh, when he comes back. These guys just don't have a whole lot of depth. Um, 173 points and 137 points is, I mean, that's maximum for them. And it's a heck of a week for anybody, to be honest with you. But, uh, hey, hats off to freaking Sam. He killed it. But sucks to be Chris having the second highest score and being as bad as he is as of right now um, and taking a loss. But Chris Chris has got some hope, man. I, I, I don't totally hate his team, but I'm not a, I'm not a fan of Sony Michelle in that um, in the system that he's in. I just think they have way too many weapons and too many mouths to feed. Jay, you got anything on this one? Yeah, Sam, I think I texted this out. I don't know if anybody noticed that Sam scored the third most points in a week that has ever been scored in our league. So, a huge week. And that includes in the past, you know, we used to have kickers. So, he used to score and we gave points to running backs for carries. So, people used to score more points in our league. And Sam, the second most ever score. So, just a huge week. Um, Chris also had a huge week. Uh, 137 is a great score. Um, I, Ben says he doesn't, uh, they don't have much depth. I think Chris has got a little depth, um, kind of showing up. CJ Prosize might get, start getting some carries. Jamal Williams is a little good for Green Bay to my chagrin with Aaron Jones, um, not getting as much run as I'd hoped. But, uh, Justice Hill, I think, still got some potential. Um, Paris Campbell is still a nice get for Chris that's there, kind of hanging out. Rashard Higgins is coming back. And last year, Baker made the love Rashard Higgins. So I think that'll help Baker as well. So, a lot of hope there. Sam, you know, if he wants to keep running out Frank Gore and Philip Lindsay and thinking he's going to win, that's fine. And I hope he does. His wide receivers are really, really good. So, you know, if he comes out and they play well, he's, he's going to – because even, you know, if Frank Gore and Philip Lindsay had both scored zero points, he still would have been, you know, in the one 130s. So, he still would have had a chance to win. So, big week for him. His team looked good. Um, hopefully Deshaun Watson stays healthy. So, thirteen touchdowns for Sam's team this week. Um, not to mention, we talked about Disley a little bit, and surprisingly, look, he had a respectable week as well. Yeah, yeah he's looked good, and I think he's going to continue um, to look good. They, um, I was reading about him today. They love him in Seattle. It seems like Russell Wilson loves him, and you know Russell Wilson's a touchdown throwing machine. So if he if Disley becomes his guy near the goal line, that's huge. Um, and he'll score, you know, he'll probably be eight to 10 touchdowns for the year, which is, is great. I mean, that's a, that's in the, you know, you'll be a top 10 tight end if you score eight to 10 touchdowns. So yeah, that's tight end one tight end. Yeah. Two. So he'll have a, I think you'll have a big year. I think that's a good, I think Sam picked him up off the waiver wire last year. So that was a good gift. Yeah. And uh, Sam had three guys on his, uh, four guys on his bench that scored more than 10 points. Not that that's a huge deal, but if you're going to win, you can't really have guys scoring less than that. No. Um, and then looking at Chris's bench total, uh, it was actually higher than, uh, of course, mine, Kit, and Sam's bench total. So he did outscore a few people with that bench. But uh, I guess, uh, hey, that concludes the recap, fellas, and we're going to go on into the matchups. And so uh, looking at these, I, I filled these out. I, I was really confused when I got on this podcast because I thought, man, I ain't had any time to do anything this week. And I looked at my – outline and noticed that everything was updated and then i remembered oh yeah i did it the exact night we did the podcast so we ended up updated this thing so lucky for me and lucky for us for the flow of things um hey you guys got hey you guys like ham is where we're going to start and they are playing the balls this week and uh jay we're gonna let you start here uh looking at these two teams campbell is three and oh the balls are oh and three um or sorry, this is not Campbell. Uh, Sam, Sam is one and two, and the Vols are zero and three. Uh, what do you got on this one, Jay? Yeah, I'm gonna go. I think we'll go with Sam. I think um, old man. Hopefully, James White plays this week. Um, hopefully, Odell Beckham has a huge week. But I think Sam's wide receivers will carry him through. Um, like I said, it, it, he just if he's gonna run with this team and thinks he's got a shot at the playoffs, which he thinks he does. And honestly, with the wide receivers he's got, if Hooper continues to play well. He's got a shot at making the playoffs, but I think he's – and he knows this. He knows he needs to trade for a wide uh, – for a running back. It's just I think for his team without without first-round draft picks, the only way to get one of those guys is to give up, you know, one of his good receivers, which I'm not sure. And I'm not saying he's wrong or right for not doing this because 
you can you can kind of make a run at the playoffs and hopefully you get there and then just kind of hopefully you get a running back somewhere else next year. Just kind of what decision you want to make and how you want to move forward with this team. But they look good. They've been playing well. Um, I mean, I know he's one and two, but he could definitely turn around real quick. But I would uh, – I'll go with Sam this week. Ben, what do you got on this one? Well, I've just read that Amari Cooper has got an ankle injury. He had an MRI for precautionary reasons. They said he'll be fine to play, but – you got to be careful of lower leg injuries. Um, I'm going to go with the old man uh, this week. I think he's going to come out of the slumps. Um, he's got to get uh, James White out of there. I don't know who he's going to play, uh, but I would get him out and start a wide receiver somebody if he can. Um, I don't even know if he has enough running backs to do that. So uh, I'm going to go with the old man. I, I like uh, I like Sam's team, but I just feel like he's going to have a huge letdown after last week. So I'm going to go with the old man for his first win. All right. Uh, Flea Flicker is picking, hey, you guys like him as of right now. Um, and those are optimums. So, yeah, that's official. And then I'm going to go – this is a tough one, guys. I mean, I think if Big Ron's team were, were really healthy, I would definitely be going with the, the Big Ron. But, uh, gosh, and wide receivers are such a, such a shot. Um, I'm going to go with Sam. I think there's too much point potential in those wide receivers. I'm going to go with Sam as well. And uh, that'll be myself, Jay, and Flea Lone Wolf, baby. Hey, you guys like him. The Lone Wolf worked for you once last week, and it didn't work for you once last week, man. So, uh, moving on to the next one, we've got – I think this is our non-division game. Uh, This is my Balzac Ertz and Show Me Your TDs. And, um, right, is that, is that correct? Yeah. And this one is predicted close as well. 115 for Cam Balls and 107 uh, for Audric. So, my Balzac Ertz taking the edge over Show Me Your TDs. Ben, what you got here? Yeah, I don't know what the little injury is with Brady and Edelman, but that's something to keep an eye on throughout the week. Um, Edelman, I think, had a rib injury. I think he'll be back, though. I'm not, I'm not liking the matchups with Campbell. Uh, James Connors come out slow out of the shoot. Fournette really hadn't done that much. He's at Denver. Uh, I'm going to go bold again. I'm going to pick Audric in this one. I I just like uh, Eckler at Miami. I think he'll score a ton of points this week uh, to end it with a bang. Uh, Nick Chubb, you know, you can't ever tell what you're going to bring up with Cleveland. Um, but, anyways, I like uh, I like Audric this week. I'm going to stick with him. Jay, what do you got this week on this one? Yeah, I'm going to go with Audric as well. I was looking at – and I was going to – trying to go down the roster and kind of comparing it. It looks pretty similar. And I thought, well, I know Audric, O.J. Howard's hurt. And then I look over at Campbell's team and realize he's starting Jason Witten. So, it's not like he's got a strong start there either. So, I think Audric uh, will be able to pull out the win this week. He might um, – be interesting to see. He might – I think he's going to – I think he's already changed his roster for this week. So, he must have in the guy he, the guys he wants – um, yeah, but Campbell, if that, I don't know what the Brady – I can't imagine it's a big injury or we, we'd hear a lot more about it. But if he were to lose Brady, he'd be in trouble because his, his backup at that point would be Andy Dalton. And I can't imagine that's the guy he wants to be running out there every week. So, Yeah, and that's my what if. I mean, if, if Brady's playing, I'm taking Campbell in a close one. If he's not, I'm taking Aldrick in a close one, uh, dependent upon Brady there. But I like Campbell's lineup a little bit better. I think Jason Witten will have a little bit better night at New Orleans. I mean, they're going to have to keep up if New Orleans can score. And uh, he'll be a few more targets uh, here and there. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with my ball, Zach Ertz. And uh, I guess that Ben and Jay are going with show me your TDs. All right, moving on to the next one. We've got loser to Jay since 85 and the night man. So, Jay is officially playing someone he has renamed this week. Uh, ben, what do you think? How's this one going to go? It's hard to pick against Jay on this one. Um, I just don't see LaShawn McCoy doing a whole lot. Sonny Michelle, he's going to have, you know, he's going to have competition in the backfield with James White. So, I'm going to go with uh, Jay on this one. Uh, and I'm going to pick it a lot, a lot bigger than what Fleet Flicker's got. I'm going to say it's – minimum 20-point victory for Jay. All right, yeah, and before you go, Jay, I'm I'm going to go with Jay as well. Um, I just – I don't like – I would be – I don't know. Atlanta has not been playing well. What's wrong with Atlanta this year? 
I mean, I would I would assume Atlanta would be his line. Well, their offensive line is terrible. Mm, but, yeah, they've got them weapons. That must be what it is, is their old line. But, uh, yeah, I would love – I think Matt Ryan might score less than 23 points against the Titans. Go Titans defense. Um, but, yeah, I picked Jay, Jay because they're just – there's too many guys on Jay's team that could have 30-point games. And I don't think Chris's team can uh, combat 30-point games. Now, I think if you see Jay's team come out and, and be average – I think Chris has a chance to sneak in a win with a really good week. But that's gonna that's what it's going to take to happen. I've got the nightman in this one. Uh, Jay, what do you got on this one? I mean, I'm going to go with myself. But I will say, I, I, as I was looking at the matchup earlier this week, I'm a little worried. I mean, I've got Dalvin Cook going against Chicago, one of the best defenses in the league. Um, Aaron Jones at Philly, another tough defense. Um, but I think overall – um, I mean, I think I'm going to pull it out. And I've got to start Dallas Goddard at tight end this week because uh, George Kittle's on a bye, which I'm glad to get that one over with. But that's definitely something um, I'm not super pumped. Luckily, Chris is, is – right now he's got advanced McDonald, which he is actually um, – doesn't look like he's going to play this week. So, he may need to um, – he doesn't really have anything outside of that. So, if he's hurt, um, that's going to hurt Chris for sure. Well, and listen, when you hit on uh, Dalvin Cook, I was going to say that would be my that would be my sit player of the week on your team, Jay. It's hard to sit the leading rusher in the NFL, but Chicago at Chicago, uh, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't bet over ten hey. points. And you've got Michael Thomas on the bench, but they're you know they're at New Orleans playing Dallas. I would almost go hey, with him on the side. Why don't you just tell the two time champ what to do? <laughs> I understand. I'm just saying that's my sit of the week. All right, hey, moving on, we've got the Mega Flancos versus the offensive material. Guys, I'm I'm struggling. I'm struggling here. I've got – I'm looking at my lineup. I've got 12 guys with either the, the orange Q or the uh, the red uh, injury, and then I've even got a few on by this week. But um, 13 guys uh, is, is the total there, <laughs> a little beat up. I think with a great lineup, I've got, I would have a shot, but I just – I don't give myself much of a chance this week. I'm going to have to have a huge day out of some of these guys that have only produced about medium so far. Uh, but, Jay, I'll let you start on this one. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Matt. I think Patrick Mahomes is, is just going to womp you real good. Um, but I, I do think if Baker Mayfield has a big day, which I think at some point he's going to turn it around. I don't know if it will be this week. Um, Gurley against Tampa Bay is a good matchup. Um, Burkett against Buffalo, I think, could be effective just because I, I think it'll be a good game. Buffalo's better than they've ever been. But I heard a, this is kind of a random side note. Did you know that Tom Brady has won more games in Buffalo since 2001 than any Buffalo quarterback has won in Buff- Buffalo since 2001? That's insane. Is that not crazy? It's pretty That's wild. Down- they only play there once a year. It's like 17, 15 wins or something like that. Anyway, but uh, I'm sure Josh Allen will catch him before too long because he's not going anywhere. But, the uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Matt's team. I think they're really good. Um, so, sorry, Nate. Yeah, kind of expected this week for sure. Ben, what you got? Yeah, listen, I went against Pat Mahomes uh, last week. Sorry, Pat. I've already apologized and told Chris that he, or uh, Matt that he was right. So, uh, yeah, I'm never going against Pat Mahomes again. That guy's just a beast, man. Uh, he's a great kid, great quarterback. I love, uh, I love the fact that we've got another. I'm gonna say Brett Favre, Brett Favre on our hands, probably even better than Favre. Um, so, him alone, I think Pat Mahomes is gonna beat your team. I think Pat Mahomes will have half of what. <laughs> That, this I I wouldn't doubt it, and especially if uh, you know Walker's listed as questionable, Burkhead's is questionable. If Burkhead were for some reason not to play, I don't know how serious this is. I literally, I mean, the rest of my running backs are pitiful, pitiful, pitiful. But uh, well, I will say this: I, I love I love DJ Shark. I think he's he's going to be a great player. Um, I don't think he'll have a huge week against Denver. Uh, but the one I'm more concerned about is uh, Robert Woods. I think I've mentioned him a few weeks ago with Cooper Cup coming back and um, Cook in the lineup. Um, I just – man, he's, he's too far down the pecking order for me. I would almost try to move him to somebody and try to get a pick for next year. Um, 
but that's up to you. Like I said, it's your team. But I just I'm not a fan of him right now. But he had a good year last yeah, year. Yeah, well, considering injuries, my options this week. Here's everybody I could put in this week to replace him. Kenny Stills. Yeah, I mean he did have eight targets last week. So I mean he, I don't know, man. It's just I, I'm not a huge fan of uh, Jared Goff either. But and, and I've, I've thought the same thing. But they tried the the Rams put out an effort to try to get Robert Woods the ball, and that's why I've still could tried to get him in the game. He just he hasn't caught balls when he's needed to. He's had one or two touchdowns actually called back with penalties. So the potential's there. It's just not worked out for me. Plus, I've played. Well, fantasy's all about opportunity, and he got eight opportunities last week and didn't capitalize. So you never know; he may get another eight this week. Yeah, I think he'll. I think he'll continue to get opportunities. They like to spread the ball around pretty well. Um, but um, yeah, no, I. I mean, I've started this league off with the three highest scoring teams in the league so far. Um, of course, if you want to make the playoffs, you got to beat some of them every once in a while. But uh, I think, in my defense, you know, coming across a win so far this this beginning of this season has not been the same as uh, my Balzac hurts coming across wins this season. And so maybe, maybe we can turn it around. This is a, this is a decent week to be playing Matt. Maybe I can get a loss out of the way when it would have been a loss anyway. But uh, yeah, I'm just hoping I can make that consolation and make a little run at it at this point. Uh, Moving on. uh, I picked myself over Matt because I'm awesome. All right. Finally, (laughs) Losing to Jay since 83. This is the game of the week. Has got the Yeti Hunters. Jay, I'll let you start this one out. Right now, Kit's only got seven guys in his lineup, so I don't know what he's waiting on here. But uh, go ahead, Jay. Yeah, I'm going to go with Ben this week. I think the Yeti Hunters is going to have to run out Derek Carr against Indy. He's a good team. It's not a situation I would want to be in. Um, T.Y. Hilton may or may not play um, I I would never bet. Cleveland's defense is really good. I think Mark Ingram is going to be going to have a hard time getting what he got um, this past week. So yeah, I think he's in a rough spot. I I think his team. I I think eventually. I, I think this might be the week his team starts to kind of show its true colors. Um, but and I think Ben's team's good. I think Ben Chris Carson. There's some scares there. I know he thinks Jacobs is going to get some more carries, some more. People talk a lot about getting people involved in the passing game, and a lot of times that never happens. I usually believe if it's not happening naturally, that trying to force it down a running back's throat doesn't ever seem to work. So maybe it will. Maybe he'll turn around and be a good receiver. But um, Ben's wide receivers are really good. He needs Devontae Adams to really turn it around. Um, but I think uh, I think it'll be a good week. And also for Kit, one thing the problem Kit's going to have is Derek Carr will be going against uh, – Darren Waller for Ben, and Darren Waller is that's his number one target. So even when he does score, it's going to be more points for Ben than it's going to be for for Kit. So yeah, I've got Ben in this one. Uh, you know, Kit's team tends to backslide once we get into these bye weeks, and I think we know why. Uh, but you know, in the past, he's conquered these bye weeks just enough to stay in there uh, without injuries. I think Kit's still looking at possibly looking at a playoff. Spot, the way he's been playing so far this year. Uh, we'll see how he holds up during the bye week, but I'm definitely taking Ben in this one. Ben, anything on this one? Yeah, if you look at Jimmy G being out on a bye week, it's literally a point and a half average that he's losing out on. The thing that concerns me with Kit's team is T.Y. Hilton and Chris Godwin both uh, did not practice today. Godwin's got a hip injury, and T.Y. Hilton, I think, has got some type of uh, quad injury or uh, yeah, quadricep. So, um, you know, Calvin Ridley's been limited. So, I mean, when you look at leg injuries with receivers, they're built on their speed and their route running. Um, that's going to hurt. And like Jay said, he's going to have to play Derek Carr unless he makes a trade for another quarterback. Um, and those points will probably go to Darren Waller, uh, which has been just sensational. Um, I love the guy. I was going to trade him, and I, I rescinded my trade offer. Um but I don't even know if I'll ever send him again. But I'm going to pick myself um, in this week over him to go 4-0. All right. So, uh, Kit really only predicted 25 points less, and that's without a starting quarterback. So, uh, you know, even even if, Jay, I mean, he puts in Carr, he's actually gaining points because right now he's scoring zero. 
as, as far as plea flicker is concerned. Mm-hmm. But um, he's, I mean, he's still losing by 10 for prediction's sake. So No, that's true. That's true. But 10, we just talked about 10 points. Not a big deal, right? Um, all right. I think you get much more than 10, though. You're starting to get a little bit of a deal. Hey, I, I do have a question for you guys. On this, and I want your opinion, would you sit Lamar Jackson against Cleveland and play Phillip Rivers against Miami that's giving up 32 default points a week to a quarterback? I don't know, Ben. Cleveland's pretty terrible so far this year. Um, no, that, that defense can play, son. Yeah, Cleveland's defense has been awesome. They were, Cleveland's defense was awesome last week. I mean, they're giving eight. They're giving up eighteen points a game. I, I've been contemplating it, that, so that may change before. It may be something to uh, consider before Sunday. You might have something yeah, it may to consider there. All right, hey, uh, that'll conclude it for the matchup. Moving on to the local update. Um, I asked y'all earlier who were the Titans playing. I already had it written down. I told you for whatever reason I decided to do this the night we finished. But uh, the Titans are at Atlanta. It's Sunday at 12. Jay, who you got winning this one, Titans or Atlanta? Titans. Atlanta freaking sucks. Sorry, Ben. Devontae Freeman sucks. I told you to trade him all offseason, you idiot. Ben, what you got on this one? I'm going to go to Atlanta. Uh, I think Devontae Freeman hits 175 rushing yards <laughs> this week, and I may even put him in my lineup before uh, Sunday. Well, I would be shocked if Devontae Freeman had 175 rushing yards against the Titans D. Uh, I'm picking the Titans, uh, even though Atlanta plays well at home, uh, kicks well at home. That defense against uh, that offensive line you've been talking about, Ben, seems, seems a little bit favorable uh, in the Titans. And that, that's where the Titans win games is on the defensive side of the football. Um, Jay, have you finally come to the conclusion that Mariota is a pretty bad quarterback? I've, listen, I just wanted to believe. I never thought he hadn't played well at all, and I know that. But – it's like I want – you see moments. I think especially when he was younger in his career, you see moments of kind of flashes of just elite. But one thing, I, I think he, his throwing motion's jacked up. I feel like it's gotten worse. So, I'm out on Mariota. Obviously, I gave him away for a fifth, which that's another thing. I told Sam the other night, hey, I'll trade him for a second or third. Ben offered me a fifth, and I traded him. So, these guys saying that, that we're hoarding quarterbacks, which – you had an opportunity to get one, and you weren't paying attention to a, a chat message. So, that, that's on you. All right. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm like you, Jay. I wanted to believe, but then you watched this last game the Titans played, and he just – I don't know I don't know what he was looking at when he was throwing some of those footballs. While he was standing where he was standing, it was rough. Uh, I actually uh, – y'all remember uh, uh, Jeffrey Dobbins? Yeah, he, he had commented on Facebook how, how poor he thought it, it looked and uh, – and my comment was, you know, it looked like a stale offense with uh, bad play calling and just pitiful quarterback decision-making and uh, all wrapped into that one offense the other night with the Titans. They've got to figure sounds it like, out. Sounds like the Vols. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the situation – yeah, the situation to me seems just like the Vols. Jimmy – It's Jimmy, so similar, right? Whatever the hell his name is, Garantano – holds the ball way too long, and so does uh, Marcus Mariota. I don't know why they're not doing more of these uh, quick slants and stuff like that, or sh- quick screens, whatever whatever you got to slip screens, whatever, just to get the I had, ball out. I had, no, I had no issue with Tennessee trying to go down the field against Florida. I felt like, you know, even if we threw some turnovers, at least, you know, we're taking shots at the end zone, uh, letting our guys that we believe are better than Florida trying to make plays. Uh, I think that's the way you win when you're an underdog. You have to take chances. Didn't Tennessee throw an interception inside the five? Yeah, I mean, go balls. Didn't we have a conversation? That was a good move. You you get it to your best player. He just freaking Garantano decided to throw it 900 miles an hour. What was that pass? I mean, he threw a dang missile, though. That was insane. I mean, a missile was not what even was close to needed to get that job Wasn't there multiple interceptions on multiple teams this week inside the five-yard line? And listen, and I know I'm I'm not going to disagree. You get inside the five, I think you're you're really in run run down territory. And I don't disagree with passing the ball. I don't have an issue with taking some shots. But at the same time, if the defense looks set up to defend the pass, it's going to be really hard to sneak a pass in there. That close to the end zone. Everything is just so tight. He was dadgum open. Garantano should have hit him in the chest. That was all that mattered. 
He hit him in the face. I hit you by about 900 miles an hour. There was yeah, no but, chance. But that's that's the argument, too, though. I mean, there it is. Should have been a touchdown. It wasn't. And therefore, it was also an interception. You not only didn't get it, you lost the ball uh, right there. Oh, that was – hey, listen, that was that the thing game. came out to the No, 20. that wasn't the game. We were – Listen, that took every bit of momentum out of the tires. Momentum's not a thing. Tennessee – Momentum listen, is Jay, a thing. Time out. Tennessee okay. doesn't have a team that can that can sustain mistakes they like getting, that and beat a top we 10 were get, team. We were get, I, I agree with that statement, but what I'm saying is that even if we had scored that touchdown – we were still getting drilled. It would not would not have mattered. Yeah, you you can't say it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter it, to the outcome of that game. I think it's horse piss. I think a lot of the momentum you just lost and confidence that you can actually put the damn football in the end zone from the two yard line on first well, down. And we can definitely talk it just at like, some point. You're an idiot. I think I think when you start talking about momentum, you're talking about teams that uh, kind of know how to win and then believe that they can win. I think that's kind of the attitude you start seeing in momentum. But when you've been kicked in the that's, balls by BYU in South or Southern Georgia and you actually go to Florida and score a touchdown against a top-10 team, you're telling me that don't boost your confidence enough that at least gives you some ray of sunshine to say, oh, hey, you, we may yeah, you might have these a, guys? Now, nah, you might have a ray of sunshine for like two minutes. But if you think that momentum is going to sustain them throughout that game, then that's just trash. I didn't say it would, but what if that momentum sustained them through the next drive and then the next drive? You don't know what happens in a football game. You can't say yes, that. Yes, I can say they were significantly better than us, and they whooped us all over the field. You cannot say that it had Here. any impact on that I football game. Absolutely that's a, that's an ignorant I absolutely yeah, No, I believe, I believe it did have some impact in attitude. Impact to football. what? Y'all think we're going to win that game? What do y'all nope, think nobody's arguing whether we're going to win or not. Oh, my God. Hey, we're not going to beat Did you think Florida. Georgia State was going to beat Tennessee? What does that got to do with anything? You just pulled a random, a you just pulled a random story up out of the sky. No. You're an idiot. All right, well, look, Gosh, you know, do you think dang. Air Force – who was it? Air Force almost beat who the other day? Air Force Air Force almost beats people all the time because they're super disciplined and they run a crazy difficult offense to defend that nobody else runs. That's why Air Force almost wins. It has nothing to do with momentum. Uh, what about what about Georgia State beating a team and then BYU beating uh, Southern California? I think BYU – These teams are significantly more nah, talented. No, BYU's proven to be a pretty good team. But momentum has nothing – first off, we have not proven to be significantly better than Georgia State. We're trash. I didn't say that. That's literally what you just said. They, they were no, I didn't. I said BYU, and you said Georgia State. BYU has proven to be a good team. You're talking out both sides of your mouth. I I'm not. You just USC, did. No, oh didn't. my god! Hey, we can listen back USC live, and then we'll continue. Oh, oh, my I, want, I want to start. Listen, hold on. I want to start our next podcast. This is why I get off this chat. <laughs> You know the chat. Uh, this is where I want to start this podcast next week. We'll pause it right there. We're we're done with Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee's on a buy. Y'all can eat a bag of dicks on that. Hey, chat. listen, oh, listen. Uh, Tennessee is on a buy, and uh, looking at Tennessee, uh, the bye week is actually favored by three and a half points. Ben, you think they can cover? Who, who are we Tennessee talking about? Tennessee versus the bye week. No, Tennessee will lose the bye week. Somebody will go down with an injury this week. At <laughs> uh, hey, we got just the high school games left. LCHS is at Forest. Forest runs the wing tee. Uh, good news for us. We had a defensive end that was out. I mean, just a beast of a defensive end. Uh, if you can imagine, Staggs, when he played, kind of wrapped up with about 15 more pounds of uh, weight. And, uh, I mean, this guy can play some football. We, we just learned that he'll be playing Friday night, which is a big deal versus that wing tee. You've got to have some big ends to stop those runs there. Uh, so, uh, while Forrest is undefeated, they beat everybody they played by about three or four touchdowns. Uh, as far as football and matchups go, I like our matchup against Forrest. Uh, Forrest is still a really good football team, but uh, I, the potential is there that we could go in and surprise them. Um, Anything for the Wildcats this week, fellas? Is this like Forrest, the double-A team over here? Yeah, that's who it is, Chapel Hill. Chapel Hill this week. Is my boy Thomas still over there at Marshall County? Yeah, he is. He's over there. We is have he still next cheating? week. Next week on Thursday. They still cheating over there? Uh, they, like they like to call around and get guys <laughs> to their school. 
So, uh, all right, moving on. Carnes has Campbell County. Haven't really looked into Campbell County. I think Chris tried to call me. If you're interested, just uh, ask Chris how it looks for Friday night. They got a big win. It's last Friday. Uh, Carnes knocking off Fulton. Haven't beat Fulton in 50 years. Got what? Yeah, Fulton's a team that has six state championships, one pretty recently. Uh, and Carnes, Carnes won that one. So, big, big win for their program. Uh, although Fulton is down a little bit this year, I mean, anytime you play a team with that kind of history and get a win, that's a big deal. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. So, uh, Ben, you still with us on there? Yeah, man. I'm sitting here just scrolling through uh, players available on the way. Right, so, hey, if you're in Middle Tennessee, Blackman is at Riverdale, and that's on my TV 30. It's a Friday night rival game. So, if you're up there, you could probably watch it uh, up there in that area. Uh, anything for Kit before we get out of here? Nah, beat that old school. Are they supposed to win? Who's better? Uh, man, I, I, I'll i be honest. I haven't looked into it. Uh, I think it's going to be a good game. Uh, is it gonna, looking at is who's it, won here and who's won there. Is it going to be on Stork Vision? I, I, Stork was tweeting it out. Uh-oh. That's that's where I noticed it was on my TV 30. <laughs> Stork was I'll be was at the greatest carnival out. in the world. Yeah. So, hey, that'll keep – I'll be in the burg at the – be at the burg at the fair. I won't be watching, guys. Sorry. Yeah, we, we go to Forest Friday night. Next week, our game's on a Thursday, though. It's over fall break, uh, right before fall break. We're playing Marshall County on a Thursday. But, hey, that'll conclude it. That'll end our show. Anything before we leave, fellas? No. Good luck this week. Thank you, sir. Ben, anything before we go? Or no, sure does look good. Four, yeah, and Owen Ford is not – Oh, and four does too. It does not look good. (laughs) All right. So, hey, for the the three.